Hey everybody, welcome back to Arcade Cozy. My name's Chris. My name's Corey. And this is episode seven. Episode seven, Mr. Seven. Corey. Um, almost filled out two full hands. We filled out a hand and a half. We filled out a whole week. Um, question for you. Do you yes, think sir. we'll ever stop being excited about every single new episode? Do you think we'll hit episode 57 and just be like, we're at 57. Now we're at 62. No. Now this is 76. Never. Do you I think mean, it ever stops or is this going to be the first five minutes of every podcast forever? I mean, I just think the hype train just will forever go on, you know? Um, yeah. What is, it? what is it? Tolkien said the road goes ever on. That's how I feel about this podcast oh, every time it comes around. That's quite, I, I appreciate the reference. That's actually quite lovely. Um, I just so, finished The Hobbit. So. <laughs> how's that going? Or how, oh, how did good. it go, you say, as, oh, you, as you finished it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a short book. I read it in like uh, a week. I read on my lunch breaks. And uh, okay. I mean, Good deal. so this is my third, fourth time reading it now. But it's the first time reading okay. it since I think like high school, maybe early college. And I think it really hit me this time, like how much of a children's book it is. Not that that's yeah. a bad thing, yeah. but just kind of very okay. Yeah, no, this is a children's book. It, mm-hmm. Before it was always just... I don't know, maybe just kind of went over my head or I don't know before, but it kind of just really hit this time. I'm like, you know, I like it. It's fun. It's cozy. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, for sure a kid's book, but I loved it. It was yep. good. Good deal. Um, so what uh, what do we have going on today, Mr. Corey? It's, it's, been a, it's been both an exciting week and kind of a, you know, we're kind of on an off week, so we oh, we yeah. wanted to just do something a little, little to the side this week. What are we, uh, what are we doing? Well, as our listeners know, um, you are uh, a little bit of a Mister Every Console kind of a guy, and our listeners know mm-hmm. I am a Mister PlayStation guy. And uh, this yep. week we had a PlayStation showcase, which we both had a lot of highlights, and that is going to be our topic of discussion today. Just kind of going into what caught our attention, what are we excited about, um, you know, what do we think of the announcements, and kind of what do we think of you know really early announcements. As well that are coming around yeah. Uh, yeah yeah we um we both you saw it live correct mm-hmm. yep i uh got to get home from work a little bit early and uh toss that bad boy on and wash it through and through nice um i saw it a little bit after the fact i had a work thing come up um so i was a little bit behind i had to stay i really i didn't have to stay radio silent on it but you know i wanted to i wanted to kind of have a little bit of a surprise which didn't really work super well because every single time i opened my phone there was some article right at the top that said about this thing this thing right now and this thing whoa look at this thing who knew um which we'll get into but it was uh there were even even with that having happened there were a lot of surprises there was a lot of good stuff so we're going to we're going to spend this episode just kind of running down. We're going to talk about a few things. We're probably going to gloss through a few that maybe we yeah. weren't as excited about, but we're going to kind of touch on a few things and uh it'll be a be a nice, fun, chill, dare I say it, cozy episode. 
You dared say yes. that. So the first game right out of the gate, the shocker of the night, almost E3 level, um, we oh, had Knights E3 of the Old Republic. Yeah, it, we had Knights of the Old Republic remake, which honestly, I mean, floored me. I mean, a, a question for you, Corey, have you ever, did you ever play Knights of no. the Old Republic? I no. have never played Knights of the Old Republic, but I mean, everything I've heard about it so says it, I it was a masterpiece. It, it's such a weird um, thing because so I'm I bought an original Xbox specifically, pretty much specifically for Knights of the Old Republic. I own an original Xbox, and the only original Xbox games that I own are both of the Knights of the Old Republic, Star Wars Republic Commando, maybe a Halo, maybe another game. That's it. And those are the only games that I bought. I mean, that was kind of the entire reason. It was one of those, like, this is a system seller for me. And so, honestly, it was legitimately a shock whenever I saw that, I mean, there wasn't much to see whenever you, you know, to break down the trailer, it was just, you know, here's a, this is the, I I can't remember the exact words. I'm going to butcher it, but it, it, it basically was like, here's the greatest Sith ever. The, the worst, the worst guy, the bad, the baddest man. And, um, he's back, you know? Yeah. And, Right. And yep. I know who he is, Darth it's, Raven. You know, I there's not I mean, that right. There's not much there. But it was I mean, just that in of itself, the fact that Knights of the Republic, not only will there be a remake, which we can kind of unpack what that might even look like in a minute, but the fact that it's gonna be on PlayStation, like that's a huge deal. Um you know, it's that is massive. It's a very beloved um, part of the, it's not canon, it's part of the, I guess, the Legends universe, I guess, as, they, as they've kind of, yeah, as they've kind of set it up. Legends, now um, it was extended. Extremely before. beloved, yeah. very, very smart, very interesting. Um, but, yeah, but it has the capacity, like this, this could now. lay the groundwork to move into something bigger. Um, you know, the big, the big question for me looking at it is, you know, what, what does a remake look like? You know, nowadays, whenever you're talking about a remake, I mean, you're, you can run the gambit from here's Resident Evil 2 remake, which is faithfully Resident Evil 2, pretty much just updated graphics, updated controls, updated whatever, all the way to something like Final Fantasy VII Remake, which is new controls, new story in some... Right, I mean, new take on the story. A remake. And it's going to be interesting to see what role that takes. Like, will it be the same story for anybody that's played it? Like, there there are twists and there are, like... Dare I say turns? There, there are things that happen in it that. No, go ahead. No, no. So, did you? Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Did you? There's there an interview with no. the with what happened the developers um, afterwards. Did you see that? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So that. No, sorry, please cut me off. I, I was, I was rambling. There, but they go into a little bit of this for you. I, you can go find it. But they said, 
No, uh, <laughs> it's, um, they are, okay. they went into it and it's going to be graphically a ground up remake. Like, so it's not going to be what we'll get into Alan Wake yes. in a bit, but Alan yep. Wake just kind of, yep. they, it's a remaster. That's what Alan Wake looks like. They, they say ground up remake. They, it sounded like they said the story is going to roughly stay the same. They want to keep that in there. They didn't go okay. into a ton on gameplay if memory serves. Okay. So, so my guess would be they're going to change up gameplay a good bit to bring it up. But they said okay. graphically ground yeah. up good deal. story I mean, it, should which, roughly be the same. So, yeah, I mean, which I'm all about. I think the story not mistaken. is wonderful. And I think it'll be a good opportunity to, you know, potentially kind of like change up some of the outdated like mechanics. Um, I enjoyed the, but I mean, that was like, pre like if you were mm-hmm. to go back and play like dragon age origins right now like it would feel a little outdated or like Baldur's gate or something like that and oh, it's wow. kind of yeah. pre yeah. that you know it's yeah. it's a it's a less refined version of that like it's yeah you know it's very much kind of D style like going going in that direction so it'll be interesting to see if they kind of stick to that if they give options mm-hmm. for that mm-hmm. or if they really do kind of like now it's a it's an action RPG. Now it's you know whatever. Um, so I am I mean run right out of the gate very excited, very hot on what's going on. Um, the next game was um, also very very pretty, very dare I say very sexy. Um, but it was uh, that came off extremely creepy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the just a little it. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, I I tried to. Um, I'm glad you recognized the so Project Eve was shown, which is kind of you know I've um, if you're if anybody's familiar with Parasite Eve, which I'm not very familiar with, but was kind of a an RPG of an older age. There's been some speculation that it could be kind of a follow up or a continuation of that series. Beyond that, though, I mean, it's kind of an unknown mm-hmm. property. Very, like, very good looking, seemed very stylish, seemed very um, yeah. Bayonetta, very mm-hmm. near. Um, it, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, it gave, how, do you, me how do you feel about it? I mean, are you a big, um, big Devil May Cry, big, like, that kind of action game sort of person? Uh Okay. New. I am not. Sadly, kind of wish I was because I tried near automata. Pronouncing that correct. All the tomatoes. Um, Tomatoes. Um, No, but I got probably trying to remember. uh, Where did I get in that game? I got to where you meet the other female android, and I fought oh, yeah. the two. I, I've I've not played I've not played a minute of no. Near Automata yet. So, I don't know how so far that is um, it's it's on the it's on the list. I want I want to, but I'm oh okay. Uh, I I want to go back and play it and give it okay. uh, a fair shot. This yep. was. An, it hasn't been out that long. Probably like two-ish years ago. I think I tried playing... I have a bad habit mm-hmm. of trying to play games. 
in like a tight window when there's another game coming up that I really want to play. And I believe um, was it Red really Dead around 2 the same time? Who knows? Came out. It's everything blurs. No, okay. no, no. I picked up. I picked up. I picked it up near later and then went to play it. And then Red Dead 2 was coming out, <laughs> I believe. Or is it God of War? Who knows? But yeah, but I don't know. My guy, I'm here. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. you were that getting ready to play Breath of the Wild, is what you were getting Red Dead Redemption 2. It came out late. No, okay. So, no. Okay. Okay. Here's what happened. Yeah, I picked it up like a year later and like summer okay and i went to play it in late summer um went to play it and then red dead 2 came Got out it. in october and i picked well, that up i mean it's um never looked back. if you if for whatever reason you choose to abandon your long lost love near auto tomatoes um and go for the new booty in project eve there may be sense. something for you um looks pretty interesting looks like it could be could be neat Maybe um, it, it. I I have a a inter. I don't know. For some for me, whenever I see trailers where you are doing like all these cool big action moves mm-hmm. and it looks like fun and like like tight gameplay, but then it yeah. takes forever to like tear down <laughs> like just simple enemies. That doesn't look fun to me and that's kind of what that looked like initially like it, i don't know and if it I could be you know the big to kill one thing yeah you know the in the biggest turnoff for me i mean if it's I'm, not a boss fight i'm an adult man but i'm i'm not a huge like gore person you know um in my games i like a little bit more of the um yeah. stylish action um for reference uh devil may cry games i'm not like super super familiar with but i have played a few of them um dmc was my favorite of them when compared to like devil may cry 5 wherein it was more realistic more like gory um i just you know i like the stylized stuff so i mean that part wasn't really resonating with me i know some people it will but you know who who's who's to say who knows it could be the greatest game of all time i don't know it could be the best thing in this whole list. It's hard to tell. Who knows? It could be great. But the next one, <laughs> the next one that came up, um, I mean, doubtful, is actually strangely um, a game that I'm potentially like one of the most, or out of the games listed, probably is one of the most interesting to me, but is also a game that I might not ever play. Um, it, and what oh, what is it, Corey? What's the what's the day one this grab? This is a day one grab for me. Yes, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, which just looks like the yeah. beautiful and blend so for of anybody, so and Borderlands. For anybody who's not aware, yeah, it's a yeah. it's a spinoff game from Borderlands featuring Tiny Tina from Borderlands who's running a D&D style campaign in a fantasy world. Um, oh, have you not? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. never played Borderlands. Um, so, well, I've played it. I have played Borderlands, but I've never like played okay. the Borderlands. Um, like, yeah. Tiny Tina shows up, I think though. in Borderlands two, so. I never played the third one. So I don't know 
if she's in that at all. Um, but she features pretty prominently in two. Um, so this is, I mean, it's a deliberate spinoff of Borderlands. Um, so here, out of the gate, like the, largely the reason that I'm not super interested in it is, you know, I feel like I've kind of moved on me personally. I've moved on from Borderlands and I've moved on from that style a little bit. Um, not that it's never been fun. It's just when Borderlands was, was at its height, I was in high school, college. Um, I was playing with friends very regularly. Now it's not as much of a thing like that. Isn't those sorts of games don't inherently draw me in the same way. And the fact that it is a Borderlands spinoff for lack of a better term, like, doesn't isn't drawing me in the thing that does draw me in though is yeah. i think i think the entire D style conceit is very interesting i think the um i don't you know personally and i could be wrong i could be missing an entire subgenre of games that are extremely popular at some point in the internet but the the entire like i don't know f- the first person wizard like do i mean even widen out do we really have many games that are set up and framed as people playing like a D style story like people who were actually taking place in a like that kind of environment where it's like you know the antagonist potentially is like the dm throwing no, stuff and you're like you know, fine, even though it's like mechanically probably isn't all that different, at least the framing is kind of in that. It, it, I, I feel like we haven't seen much of that. I don't know. Yeah. No. I, for, for me, I, I never was super into Borderlands, so this kind of feels like a good gateway into it right now. And for the past couple of years, I have been playing D&D, been DMing. Um, a campaign and and absolutely in love with it. And this just feels like a perfect uh, blend for me of something. Okay. Here's a series I can get into. Here is a genre of just yep. culture. I don't know how else to describe it that I am obsessed with. And yeah, it just looks bonkers. It looks fun. It looks like a DM who's just going to throw all the wackiest ish at you. And yeah, I'm excited. I'm fu- uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and it's going to be a day one pickup for me. I was shocked. My my jaw was dropped watching the whole yep. the whole time. I texted one of my friends like, I'm grabbing that. I'm <laughs> it's, that game. I mean, like, well, and to your credit, you, like, I'm not. I think it'll be a so. lot of fun. <laughs> I definitely think it's going to be very interesting. It's just, you know, you you have to be in the mood for a Borderlands style game, even for better or worse. Like, I mean, there are it's still a lot of guns and it's still a lot mm-hmm. like they're not even shying away from that part of it. It's not like, oh, now it's swords and now it's, you know, whatever. It's it's still all guns. It's just oh, magic yeah. too. Um, so, I mean, I I imagine yeah. It'll be it'll be a very fun game with a really neat framing device and could be w- could be a lot of fun. Um, but, you know, stepping stepping one step forward from that and continuing yeah. along the magic train. 
recently in games is the trend because we're we were on the topic of the trend to include D and D stuff. Uh-huh. And so the Last of Us Part Two had a D and D table when you move into one of the buildings, oh. like DM screen okay. books, like dice, everything. I which feel is, like I do remember that actually. It's fun considering uh, a lot of the cast members in that um, are is critical role essentially. Yep. You know. Yep. And then and. Also, in Assassin's Creed Valhalla, you can find an old castle with a bunch of old D&D character sheets with stats, backstories, names, all of that. Oh, um, wow. And it, yeah, it's really cool. It's a lot of fun. Those are just like okay. two that I've noticed recently. I'm like, this is fun, like winks. I, I okay. enjoy it. I like that. Enough of that. Um, no, you're you're good. Um, so the, the game they showed after that was a game that's actually shown up a couple of times Mm -hmm. um, and also heavily features magic and other, you know, worldly people from another world. Um, The game Forspoken, uh, previously Project Athea, previously Mm -hmm. a tech demo of a sort for um, what would become the PS5. Um, Corey, what are you, what are your, what are your thoughts on Forspoken? Uh, I'm very excited. Um, it's caught my attention since the showcase last year when they first showed it off. Um, it looks like really fun traversal, really fun gameplay, an interesting, fresh story. And um, I mean, I like Square games just kind of in general. And this feels like mm-hmm. a fun new IP that where it looks like they're going to try and change things up a little bit, but also um, kind of keep a big core of like their identity of games. Um, which yeah, is like good yeah. stories, like interesting, like main protagonist with um, kind of wacky overall, like world complexes. So I'm yeah. very, very excited for the game. Did they, they didn't give a release date for it, did they? They gave, they gave a release window, I believe, of spring of next year. Um, really? I think. Um, I'd be, I'm, I would be more than happy for that, but also has me a little bit worried because I feel like there's a lot of stuff coming early 22. Yeah, there, yeah, there is a lot of stuff there, coming early 22, actually. I'm thinking of Forspoken. Yep, spring 2022. Please be like April. PS5 and PC. Please be like April. I um, can't. It's February. That's when Forbidden West is coming, and that will consume my life. And also your next favorite game, Breath of the Wild 2, probably in the spring Probably, as well. probably. <laughs> um, which doesn't bode well for Forbidden West because... Um, no. That's what kind of... Yeah. Um, that's what hurt Horizon in the first place. Yeah, for... At least in, in my head. I, I had some trouble with that. Um, well, yeah, for, for... For Spoken Looks... Looks interesting. I'm a little, I'm a little cautiously optimistic. Um, you know, it it looks fun. I'm interested in seeing what happens, what kind of the whole world is, and how like it. It seems like it's going to be a lot of fun to play. Um, but whether or not it's like a, I guess it's a little bit. Whenever you see these like start off as tech demo sort of things turn into full games, I think it can sometimes be a little bit difficult to wrap your head around what it actually means to play it as a full game rather than just like, was it a tech demo? Not, not technically it was, but whenever it was like project 
Athea like it was this like it it kind of served to show off that tech in a way like in some okay. of the early trailers. So yeah, I mean it wasn't like a it wasn't like a tech demo quote unquote in the same yeah. way that we've had some in the past, but like it kind of had the hint of like oh this probably isn't ever going to be a real game. Like this is just it's just a, a thing to show off the PS5. Um at least in my head, that's what it kind of seemed like. Um, so I think there's a still a little bit of that where I'm just looking at it and I'm like, okay, you know, will, what's it actually going to be beyond just like showing off the tech? Um, yep. But, you know, it, it looks interesting. I want to play it. I think it's going to be, it at the very least, should be a lot of fun. So, you know, I think it'll... Um, uh, yeah, it'll I think be, at minimum, the traversal of the game looks extremely fun and intriguing yes yeah um minimum up. yeah um after that we had a uh, rainbow six extraction um and then after that <laughs> we had exactly Alan, uh no i'm just i'm just well not really i i don't i don't really care about rainbow six nope. extraction um i i have a couple <sighs> friends who play rainbow six and i'm like yeah. you know what hey that's great for you that's about it. I don't, I don't know. I've, it's, I get the appeal of it. I do yeah. understand the appeal. Well, and also, I mean, not, not to dive into like a bigger discussion, but yeah, I am, I am, and the world is in a different place than we were 10 years ago when I was really into Call of Duty. For instance, right. mm-hmm. you know, like it watching military style gameplay and like maneuvers and things like that doesn't draw me in. Yeah, I'm in the um, same boat. So, so yeah, it's it would take, I think it would take a lot of convincing for me to have any sort of interest in. Rainbow Six Extraction, um, yeah. you know, which is unfortunate for that team because I know that they had um, some hiccups with COVID and, you know, there's there's some stuff there. They're talented people who are working on that. I mean, um, it's but a massive it's, game, so I don't yeah. think they're missing out on us playing. No. Um, but yeah, there's that's that's Rainbow Six Extraction. Um, the next game that they showed, which was a little bit less surprising because it did leak it was announced earlier this week. Yeah, it was announced. It was kind of, it was leaked. And then I think further, like actually announced, announced yeah. earlier in the week, um, Alan Wake remastered. So different than KOTOR remake. Um, this is, I mean, it's basically Alan Wake as it was back in 2010. Um, just kind of updated a little bit and for the first time on PlayStation consoles again, which yep. seems to be mm-hmm. kind of a, a running theme. Um, and honestly, I am very Alan Wake is one of my favorite games. I'm not a very big horror person, but Either. Alan Wake, I won't be playing it. I'm too <laughs> big of a weenie. It, Alan Wake was um, I've played through it at least I also knew the ending times, so. I think. Yeah, it's um I I mean honestly the big thing for me I was an English major it it's a writer, it's a lot of yeah. Stephen King stuff. It's a lot of like, you know, 
woods and like Washington and like it, it just gives off a vibe that I'm super into. Oh yeah. Um, oh, I and get I'm just, I'm a baby. Yeah. And it's, it's not, it's, I think it's maybe like a step beyond if even that of like control, you know, same studio okay. yeah. control was creepy. Control had its moments. It's, it's but maybe I was a little a bit superpowered woman who could right. float stuff with her mind. So, and that's the difference is like the, the scares or the creepiness is probably on par. It's just in this, you don't have the same level of like superpoweredness that yeah. you do in that. So you do feel a little bit more vulnerable. Um, but I'm excited about it. Honestly, um, I almost bought a, um, I found a Xbox one S at a thrift store, um, a year, two years ago. Um, almost bought it, uh, kind of for this reason to have a modern console to be able to play a couple of the games like Alan Wake, um, a couple other like ones that just, since I don't own a modern Xbox console and I don't have a 360 hooked up, whatever, like would give me an opportunity to kind of like replay some of those things if I wanted to. Um, so this honestly is a great thing comes out on October 5th. I know that I will be playing that this spoopy season uh, without a doubt. Have you added um, to your spooky game lineup then? Yeah, which is a little bit disappointing because I already had kind of a spoopy game lineup. Um, so this kind of throws a wrench into that. And also, again, um, spoopy game lineup in general is a little bit tough to line up considering I have a one and a half year old. And yeah. that... The- <laughs> It, yeah, um, yeah. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. I'll, um, you know, I'll, 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 I'll find some time. I'll, I'll make some time for it. Um, the next game they showed was not a new game. It was GTA five. Um, so here, here's my thoughts on, uh, GTA yeah, yeah, go ahead. Five. Why doesn't it get the same amount of coupon that Skyrim does for their re-releases for every console and every edition? I mean, it's because it has GTA online and people are just that's a huge corner. Or I don't know, is GTA just more like culturally accepted than Skyrim? I don't know if it's the cultural relevance relevance relevant relevance relevance <laughs> um that word the more that i said it the weirder it started to sound yeah. um i th- i think it has i think i think the online component plays a lot into it um i think had gta just been gta single player yeah. as it you know was in the same way that older gta games were I think it would probably kind of face the same scrutiny. Um, I think there's a little bit, I think a little bit of grace is given to it because I mean, people do joke about it. I think people do think in some cases that is kind of ridiculous that like, you know, it's spanning, you know, it's being seen as like, you know, this big tent pole release for a new console. Um, But I think the fact that, it has a strong online community 
that is actively engaged with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think people just, you know, they they kind of accept it a little bit more because it is a it's a game that's being updated now in the same way that's that fair. like, you know, an MMO or, you know, like or something like Destiny. Like Destiny 2 is I mean, four or five years old at this point. Oh, no, it's um, older than that because we were playing. When did Destiny when 2 did... come out? I think Destiny 2 was 2017. 17? Okay, so about four years old then. Um, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was. Um, but I mean, that same kind of thing. Like, it's. It, I'm sure it, I've never played GTA Online, um, but I'm sure it kind of ebbs here and there. Um, yeah. But by and large, I mean, like, they keep it up and it's, it's, people are engaged with it. So, I mean, yeah. I think that that's part of it is it's, it's kind of just a modern update for people who are actively engaged in that community to be able to engage with it on modern consoles. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's, it, it is a little, strange to, to still be hyping up yeah. a game that's you know eight years old at this point like regardless of what the pedigree is like um gta 5 good game um i played it on ps3 whenever it came out and there, have yeah, not exactly. played it played it again um so that's kind of my <laughs> my thoughts yeah. with it um next game also been shown before but a still a new game um, Ghostwire Tokyo. Um, Again, Corey, you mentioned you mentioned baby. yourself not being uh, not being spoopy man. Uh, not going to play Ghostwire Tokyo. Probably not. I, the idea of it looks extremely interesting. Um, uh, I'm trying to think how to. It kind of gives me like Death Stranding story vibes, if that makes sense. Just like convoluted. Yep. Um, like beyond convoluted, very interesting, and like a lot of subplots kind of happening with it. But um, yeah. yeah, I'm a baby, and it looks really scary. Um, but I will absolutely read and watch YouTube videos and reviews of this game. And I'm I'm kind okay. of in the same boat. I it it seems very it seems very neat. Like it was, it was a game that I'm like, it's a game that I'm very excited is going to exist because I think it's, I mean, as a concept seems super neat. No, oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it, I have a threshold with horror games that is kind of a moving target sometimes. Like there's not always like a one size fits all sort of thing that works for me. Um, I don't think I'd be able to handle it. So I'm, you know, I'm definitely kind of, I'm on the boat of want to hear people's opinions about it. I want to like, I want to know what people think. Right. I don't think I'll ever play it unless like, unless something changes in me, unless I'm struck by lightning and my whole personality just goes out the window. Um, you know, I might, that may never be, be in my wheelhouse. Um, but the next game significantly more upbeat. It seems like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, yeah, we've talked about one this in of the past. yeah one of um, it. It may surprise some of our listeners. One of three Marvel games to be shown off in the showcase. Yeah, um, it uh, looks fine. 
Um, I mean, I think, I think you've been a little bit more excited about it than I am. I'm still, you know, I'm kind of temper that. Yeah. I'm, I'm tempering it a little bit. Like I really, I'm like a lot of people in that, like the MCU's guardians of the galaxy movies really kind of brought me in line with that whole cast of characters. Um, and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very interesting. Um, I, you know, we'll get into it more a little bit later. Out of the Marvel games that were shown, I am the least hyped for this one. It just seems, it seems in line with like the Avengers game that came out, um, which some people really enjoyed. Um, It seems more kind of up that alley. To me, even still, like even whenever it was first shown back at E3, seemed better than that, seemed more interesting than that, Mm -hmm. Um, but still does not seem so incredibly interesting that like I really want to uh, mark my calendar for it. So that's, that's kind of where I am. I'm going to wait for reviews on it. I mean, my, for me, the story looks interesting. The having story decisions that affect like plot beats seems interesting. Um, I still think gameplay looks atrocious. Like the combat just doesn't look fun at all. And so I'm gonna kind of gonna I kind of want to see what they do there. It almost feels like they went like action like RPG style for the combat, and that doesn't work yeah. when you have like five like man party. Yeah, they might should have. I mean, we don't know what the finished project is. We don't know what that's going to look like. But it might have been smarter to go more like Mass Effect style kind of a thing. But yeah, I could see that. Um, We'll see. I'm gonna I'm gonna wait and see what reviews say, but my I'm still shocked that they're they have an October release date for it, considering it was announced this year and they're like, Oh, it's coming this year, which I feel yep. like doesn't happen too much. Yeah. If at all. Yeah. Really. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I think it 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 could it could surprise everybody. Could be it, really it interesting. Could be. Could be a could be a solid solid seven five. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, it, their Star Lord looks really annoying to me. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Um, not the good kind. Yeah. Um, the game after that, uh, Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt. Yeah. Vampire colon the Masquerade hyphen or yeah. another colon. I don't know. Blood Hunt. I don't know. Um, multiplayer. He, yeah. Battle Royale, um, Vampire the Masquerade subset thing. Um, I've never played Vampire the Masquerade. I've heard, you know, it's it's a cult game. Yeah. Some people are really into it. Um, and I know that there have been a lot of people who have been super into um, the idea of the second one coming out yeah. here at some point in the future. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know if there's much hype for it. Looks kind of neat. I mean, the concept of like yeah. vampire battle royale. I mean, it's better than another shooter, I guess. Um, it, it gives so, me, um, um, it gives me for honor vibes. If for honor decided to be like, you know, what if we made this more like current, like modern friendly? That's kind of yeah. like the vibe. It gives what if me. we made this more vampire? What if, what if we made this sudden? maybe good? <laughs> 
don't say that about For Honor. I never played it, but it looked neat. I've played um, it. it. It is neat. It is, I think it's a very like niche style of play. Uh, okay. It's yeah. Cool, though. I, see that. I mean, I, I, yeah. I love that stuff, but I, I, I went into it really hoping I would dig it and I just kind of didn't. And, and you didn't. Um, after that, we had Deathloop, which frankly, I could have cared less about as a as a trailer. Oh yeah, um, I didn't need to see it, anything it, more. It comes out next week. You know, we're gonna play it. Um for our listeners, next our next episode will be primarily devoted to talking Death about Deathloop. Um yeah. So I I don't think there was any need for another trailer. You know, I'm personally kind of in the camp where when your game's about a week out, like I, mean, I don't want I don't want another thing about it. Um I don't get Sony can be a little hit or miss about that. I felt the same way. I remember feeling very strongly about that whenever um Uncharted 4 came I was about out. To say this exact I think, same thing. Yeah. Yeah, it was about like a year and a half of trailers, Uncharted 4 trailers. to the point oh, the yeah. same trailer to the him stepping out yeah. and uh yeah. Madagascar and the uh the Jeep. The Jeep uh scene. Yeah. Over yeah. Um so it's kind of the same thing. Like I really, I don't remember much of anything about the trailer that they showed. It was, you know, I, I was sold on death loop months a long ago. time ago. Oh yeah. I um, think everyone has been. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll go ahead. You. No, no, I'm just like a lot of people are getting this game. Everyone that I'm talking with, they're like, yeah, I'm, I'm picking up death loop. Like mm-hmm. I'm sitting here like, okay, everyone, if everyone's picking it, why are you still, is there just not a ton of pre-orders? I'm guessing. Um, I haven't pre-ordered it mainly just because I was going to go to target or Walmart or GameStop and just grab a physical copy on Tuesday. Okay. Okay. I don't, I don't pre-order a ton of games unless I'm like super into it. I'm going to pre-order like forbidden West. Um, Mm -hmm. but other than that, um, you about to get those DLC costumes. Yes, sir. A new sure. raptor and a headband. Um, well, I pre-ordered uh, Last of Us Part Two and got the Ellie statue, which is there you go. Beyond that was it. that was that was a nice little one. Oh yeah, um, my wife hates it, but that's okay. <laughs> um, it's, on, it's on display in our living room. So. <laughs> um, it's okay. I have a little. Um, I have a transistor little like. Oh yeah. Uh, little statue thing um it's they, not anywhere it's in a closet but they've done something for hades where there, there was a statue of zagreus i probably would have picked it up but eh, it is i it is. honestly yeah yeah i probably would have too um the the game after that which honestly was kind of a big breath of fresh air and a little bit surprising um a game that i'm not entirely sure what the proper pronunciation is of but i'm going to call it chia Chia, yeah, yeah, Chia. Um, it is. Yeah, it. Um, it's a game that. I like, mean, I, I feel like it has very right now. It's yeah. It is probably the coziest looking game that was on display during the whole thing. It seen. was a nice break. Yeah, it was a nice break between you know Death Loops, guns, and you know some of the other stuff that was you know. Still more action, still more spoopy, still more yeah. whatever. Like, 
super chill. Um, it's kids on an island, and you're like going into animal, like you're like not more. I guess you're like kind of projecting into animals. Yeah. Um, and there's like gliding and and stuff, and it's supposed to be not just not just some random island, but it's supposed to be inspired by New Caledonia, which yeah. is um, I'm not super familiar with, but I think it's like a French island um, kind of province or yeah, uh, something, something, something like that. Um, it's, but it, I mean, it looks beautiful. Like, looks great. Like, I mean, it's 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 not necessarily it's not the most technically impressive thing that they showed off but it looks i mean i'm all about it i'm you know i'm definitely in the camp where as much as i love the big sony titles and the big like you know let's show off the tech let's do whatever like you know i want the i want the games that are a little bit more just like fun and cozy and let's try something different or let's be sweet and let's do this thing and let's paying homage to this thing and whatever like i'm i'm all about it i'm excited that they're putting something like this out and i'm i'm excited that a studio is kind of taking some inspiration from their home and um doing something doing something just kind of interesting something that like means something to them um i'm gonna play it i it, it looks right up my alley i'll be all about it well, I uh, I mean, I'm going to pick it up. It, yeah, it kind of looks like a game that I will be like my uh, switch over to game kind of a thing. Like if yep. I'm, yep. you know, working through like Forspoken or something like that, I'm like, you know, just kind of need a, a change up, a break. It'll, it'll be that where it's just like, let's just lean back and take this in and just kind of chill out for maybe an yep. hour or two before. Uh, taking a break and moving back um, into yeah. my core game. Yeah, it, it just looks yeah. really sweet and kind. It it does look very sweet and very kind. Um, game after that was, we mentioned it earlier, um, Uncharted 4 and uh, Lost, Lost Legacy. Legacy. Um, a collection coming out on the PS5. Yep. Um, looked, I mean, it's uncharted looks very pretty. Um, I made, you know, I said this on Instagram whenever I was, you know, live streaming at four point pixel, if you would like to follow, um, it's, I played uncharted. I've played every uncharted game multiple times. Love the series. Will I pick it up and play it again? Of course, because I'm a clown. And they know this and I'm just going to do it. Like, it's just, it's what it's, it's what it is. It's what's going to happen. Um, I mean, did you ever play lost legacy? I haven't, I have it. I haven't played it yet. Uh, I picked it up. Okay. It was on sale for like seven bucks a couple of months ago. And I'm like, yep. I mean, PlayStation, I mean, if only Nintendo was better about this too, but PlayStation, they toss those deals up and they just know I'm a sucker for them. And I'm like, yeah, 30% off. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, yes, sir. I, 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 <laughs> I take my money, kind of a thing. Yeah, so it's I, it's I it's good. You should you should play it. Um, I, I won't. It's to. Lost Legacy is very is very solid and also very like. I mean, it's not like the Uncharted games are super long, but I mean, it's no. it's a third of the of a normal 
you know, Uncharted game probably. Um, so well, it's a little first, bit more compact and a little. The first three know, games are actually really short. They're only like eight to ten. Yeah, hours. they're not. They're not super long. Um, the I think Uncharted Four was more in the like Uncharted 2020, Four. Was, yeah, it was um, long. Yeah, I think Lost Legacy was I beat it in a weekend maybe it's probably like six hours so i mean it was yeah it wasn't it wasn't anything to let's see what the internets have to say um after that i'll let you look that up but we'll we'll keep Keep going chugging along um gran turismo 7 you know i'm I, i don't think either of us are super interested in that i'm actually you know i don't talk about it a ton i like Racing games? Seven I don't hours. play m- seven hours. Okay, um, so right around in there. Um, the I don't play a ton of racing games. Um, I get really into like a Need for Speed every once in a while. I used yeah. to play Burnout games a good bit. Some of the like the spinoff ones. Love Mario Kart. You know, love yeah. love some of. The I'm stuff really in good at Mario Kart. And I mean, honestly, that like the Forza Horizon games are one of the like that's one of the series that does like yes. hurt me to not have like an mm-hmm. Xbox because um, I I do feel like I would really enjoy those games. Um, Gran Turismo, you know, there's a there's a specific audience for that. I'm not that person. That yeah, arcadey racers are much more my speed yeah. than the like sim racers um i know it's big in europe and that's where they get their big market from because america racing is nascar yes sure and they're (laughs) um but uh europe i mean they're really into their formula one racing and like street racing and that's a big part of just life there. So I know it's big yeah. there. It looks yeah. really interesting. Just the fact that it kind of looks like you can pick up whatever car that's ever existed that you've ever wanted. Mm-hmm. I could find my old 93 purple Camry and drive that around. I'm sure. Ooh, um, and get it up yeah, to they- 120 miles an hour. Like I did in high school. Mom, if you're <laughs> listening. That never happened. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, they they do a good job of that. Like, if you are a car fan, um, I I've always heard that that series is like a really good one to get into because they do really take a lot of care to model and um, replicate a lot of the feeling of classic cars and just you know most cars in general. So yeah, I mean, if you're into that, like definitely up your alley. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the people who were into Gran Turismo know they're into Gran Turismo. Um, and we'll play Gran Turismo oh, yeah. seven. Um, it just probably won't be me. Um, game after that, we're moving into heavy hitter territory. Um, so we had, yeah, so it was, it opens up. So Corey, Corey Walkus. How about, how about you walk us through this trailer? Um, we we open up on a bar. Yeah, it shows the cowboy hat, the the man up there, and then I'm trying to. I feel like it show. I'm trying to remember it now. I it was just kind of a lot of bodies, bodies all over. Yeah, the floor. bodies all on the floor. Um, some blood, some broken bottles, yep. and it's a man approaching him. 
And I mean, I knew what was going to happen as soon as like they kind of pan to the arm. I'm doing it now and he has it. You yeah. see him starting to clench it like, oh, show me the shrink. Do it. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> That's my so, best uh, emperor voice there. <laughs> so it was, yeah, it was very much like it, there was this bait and switch where you go into it, you're assuming, okay, Marvel, it's Insomniac. It's Spider-Man. It's it's well, going to be Spider-Man 2. It's going to be... I didn't go ahead. Spider-Man. Sorry. I, so, um, they have duped us. I don't know. The, the biggest speculation online is that Doctor Strange would be the next hero that they tackled. And oh, really? I, yeah, I feel like it was... Because I actually wasn't familiar with that. The Sanctum Santorum is in uh, the Spider-Man games and Miles Morales uh, as yeah, well. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. when they, they were doing an interview... And they were talking about it. Yes, like we spoke with Marvel. Like we, we have like ideas we would love to explore, like these char- like other characters. And I'm, I might be making it, but I'm pretty sure they like name drop Doctor Strange in that. Like okay. initially after Spider Man came out, um, kind of a thing. And so I was bamboozled when they showed the Shink and announced Wolverine. Yeah, um, which is, I mean incredible um is a like is a huge deal the fact that like something like that would even happen outside of the xbox 360 era because you know personally i have a little bit of trouble imagining what a wolverine game even looks like in this day and age um it's in my mind it's it's a like 360 brawler yeah it's just a big open arena and you're just you know closed off room and you're just like why 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 they over and over and over they, and then they talked just, about like, it a little bit it's they said we have a deep um more dark story and character that we're wanting to explore and it's not going to be super focused around combat it sounds like they're going to take okay kind of what logan did as well Okay. I don't know if it was indirectly, but it give, it gives big Last of Us vibes. Is what okay. I'm kind of getting from it. Is that it's going to be a more grounded, like character piece story that they're going to explore, which I'm super okay. into. Very, very yeah, into. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and you know, they're I I think they have room to do that, given the fact that they have Ratchet and Clank, which is their arcadey. Yeah. fun mm-hmm. series um spider-man which is their like m- a little opportunity to be a little bit more serious but still allows them to oh, have yeah. fun and still kind of you know i they back in the day back in the ps3 days they did have like the resistance games they mm-hmm. did have mm-hmm. these games that were more serious and um even if it's not in that same style like they they it's been a long time since those games came out it, you know there could be a, a large subset of that company that do want to kind of dig in on some some games that do take themselves yeah. like not not take themselves more seriously but just do kind of try to tell a more somber serious story so kind of um, flex that so yeah, style yeah it definitely it definitely does track and spider-man i mean has a little bit of that too i mean um marvel spider-man is a not a dark story, but it's a sad story, in my opinion. It's a it's yeah, very um, sad. 
wanting to, I mean, to move into that, they also showed Marvel Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2. 2. Um, which, you know, not only did they pull a pump fake, but then they just leaned into it and oh, yeah. here it is. Right. Here's oh, by the Spider-Man way, 2. we know what you're here for. Right. Um, which, to me, seems a little darker than mm-hmm. um, Spider-Man did. Um, because the big reveal here, I mean, you have a narrator kind of going on in the background, like Miles and Peter are fighting some guys in the street. They're just kind of, you know, nothing's, nothing's going on, but you have this kind of like omniscient narrator who's just kind of like, you know, oh, yeah. who is it? I mean, could be, could be a number of people. I, thought it was be I, I think I saw, well, I saw some, some speculation that it could be like, Craven the hunter it could be yeah. you know just kind of like some classic spider-man villains um and then it just kind of like they stop it zooms in on an alley and there's venom in an alley um which just is i mean again kind of a shock um there's now granted in the first spider-man there is a hint uh, toward yep. there mm-hmm. being a Venom character in the future, um, but is just kind of this big, big reveal in a sense. And like, you know, I mean, Venom, like regardless of where they take that, Venom is a darker character, oh, yeah. is a darker story. I mean, the whole symbiote thing in general does have implications that could be, you know, more serious. So it it definitely does seem like they are going that direction with the Marvel stuff where they're like, hey, we're we're going to potentially try to tell some more serious stories. Yeah. Um, and so, I, I mean, I think it's gonna be a dark story. Um, this is my prediction is I, one of them won't make it. I'm curious to see how they do a dual protagonist game with miles and Peter. Are they going to take kind of the ratchet and clank approach of like, okay, well this specific storyline you'll play as miles on this specific like storyline you'll play as Peter, but then kind of like in your open world, you can really just kind of play as either as you wish. That's what I'm wondering. I would. Yeah. I would bet on something like that. Um, I would be hard pressed to believe that they would, I mean, maybe they would put in some sort of co-op sensibility. I would be hard pressed to believe that they would make that the focus that it would be, Oh, we're going to, we're going to lean into it. Like this is a co-op focused experience. Could be wrong. Oh, I wasn't um, thinking co-op, but that, but I was just thinking like, it's one main story, but like you have different moving parts and you, right. And and that's that's the direction that I feel like it would go to is that it would end up in the like in the way that Ratchet and Clank was where you yeah. did have, you know, light spoilers for anybody that didn't play Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. But you did kind of rotate back and forth between Ratchet and Rivet and um you know, even though they were, they both were main characters, they had their own parts to play in that story. Yeah. Um. So it's possible they could kind of take a similar approach where it's, you know, Peter has specific story beats and Miles has specific story beats and you're just kind of rotating 
between them. Yeah. And like you said, like maybe you have the option whenever you're free roaming in the city to kind of swap in between them at will. Yeah. Um, but super, I mean, comes out a uh, release date of 2023. Yeah. Not, you know, don't, don't, uh, don't, don't hold take off work. It yet for that i mean it's it's gonna it's gonna be a little while but you know that's that's fine i i'm all about it like they'll oh yeah it's um, gonna be i'm excited to see more i'm and i will i play regardless the first two games it's they're incredible yeah the the earlier spider-man games are very very good um and then what was our what was our last game man the mac daddy of them all i'm pumped God of War Ragnarok <laughs> uh, coming yep. in, which I feel like if you uh, listen to the interviews, it was, I'm not going to say heavy spoilers by them, but yep. um, I mean, I, I don't feel like they were shying away from what the story is. It's They said this will be mm-hmm. the conclusion of the Norse saga, which I'm like, interesting. So it sounds like you have more planned after this as well, which I Makes sense considering it was a soft reboot with the first game and yeah. it won many awards and kind of brought that in. But two, I was like, well, and it's also a little bit surprising too to have a quote unquote saga that mm. lasts two games. You exactly. know, I mean, like, yeah, I, I think there was a lot of expectation that it would go on for longer, but um, there is some. There, there is some finality to it that, like, mm-hmm. okay, this is this is it. This is what it is. Oh, yeah. Um, so there's there's something interesting about that. I think yeah. they they showed off all the character art, which I thought was a bold move to go ahead and do. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's there's a lot of hot takes on the the Thor release, and I yes. which. I want to point this out is mythologically accurate. And I think it's a, Uh it's a great take that are kind of, they're going pretty mythologically accurate, all things together right now for the first Mm -hmm. game. And for here, I was disappointed, not of him. It was, I wanted the reveal to happen in the game. And I was just like, kind of taken aback that it was just like posted. like, wait, what? Yeah. Um, Yeah. I kind of, I was hoping that they might hold some of the, those back. We didn't get to see Odin, and it sounds like we will see Odin in this game. Um, so I'm glad they kind of didn't. Uh, it's like a spoiler that's not a spoiler, I guess, from them. Yep. I don't know. I was just kind of taken aback. Love the look. I, I, I'm excited for if that's going to be a fight. They, I mean, they've come out and said Thor and Freya are the two antagonists for this game. I'm like, okay, yep. interesting. Here we go. They showed off, um, what's her name? Loki's wife. They're like, this is uh, her, that she's Loki's wife in mythology. I'm like, okay. Yeah. You know, I can't remember her name. It was Ag. It's, it's a complex uh, name. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. Uh, okay. You got um, it. But regardless, I'm like, uh, I feel like. Yeah. You, you keep talking. I feel like they just gave away a lot of it. It's for a game that one has a lot of hype. Two, that. Um, will more than likely be, you know, a game of the year contender. It, the, listening to the studio speak on it, they sounded excited and proud of their w- work as they should, but it also kind of, they, I feel like they were giving so much away, which kind of either one has me worried that um, 
I don't want them to pull what Naughty Dog did um, with kind of how they did their advertising for The Last of Us Part 2. Um, regardless of your feelings on the game, and I mean, you kind of have differing feelings, it was very kind of misleading. Um, intentionally so. That was kind of the point of the game. That way you could go in with the reveal for that game. But I hope they're not doing the same here because I don't know if that's going to, I don't know if that's a needed thing for this story. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. Her her name, by the way, um, yes. which I could also be saying uh, incorrectly, Angraboda, Angry Angraboda, okay. um, Angraboda, maybe Angraboda. Uh, the more that I say it, the more that it <laughs> doesn't yeah. sound right. Um, but yeah, they they showed off. Um, I feel they showed I, off a lot. I agree. Yeah, they they showed off a lot and. You know, and I agree. Like, I'm, to me, personally, um, I land in the camp where I don't personally believe that a lot of this kind of stuff is so sacred that it shouldn't be remixed and redone and imagined differently. Um, Just because... Thor or just because some character has looked a certain way in the past doesn't mean that they always have to look that way or be portrayed this way. And I think that that was shown in the first God of War with Baldur's character. Mm -hmm. You know, he was very interesting. He was very, you know, and even in video game universes, like compare the Baldur of God of War 2018 to the Baldur of um, Two Human uh, yeah. from Silicon Knights in 2008, like very, I mean, I don't that, that feels a little mean yeah. to, to put the two up against each other, but like, you know, it's, there are different imaginings, different studios can take different imaginings and different like approaches to their characters. And I am much more interested in a Thor that looks like heavier and looks, you know, does not look like a chiseled, like yeah. Olympian. Like I mean, I know it's they're not Greek, but like an a an Asgardian like statue. Like yeah. I'm I'm much more interested in the Thor that seems a little bit more just like Thick you know boy. a little bit more unpredictable, a little bit more like you know whatever. Like seems like he's got some stuff. Like well, I'm much more into that than just like. He has raw power. He's perfect. Like, I mean, honestly, who cares I mean, about that character? Norse mythology, Thor, Norse mythology, Thor is not like a good, <laughs> the stories written about him, you're like, oh, this dude's like a psychopath kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it feels like they're bringing that vibe for this game. And I'm, yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm, I'm very into it. I'm glad that they're kind of taking that approach i agree like i think it could have been um shown maybe a little bit better if it were just revealed in the same way that i hope that they'll show off odin for instance Mm -hmm. um but you know i'm i'm here for it i think like i mean it's probably even though yeah i mean even though to me it was one of the less exciting parts of the actual event just because it wasn't necessarily surprising it's probably the game that i'll 
enjoy the most oh, yeah. in the end. Like it's the game that like I'll play and come out of and be like, oh yeah, I really vibed with that um, in a huge way. Like it's just, it, it's kind of in the death loop camp where it's oh, like, yeah. I don't need to see. I don't need like, to see anymore. I, I mean, we, I don't, I don't need to see more to get excited about God of War Ragnarok. I can just go into it as, as it stands right now and I'll be fine. They could just give and, me um, a release date and I did like yeah. that. I'll pick it up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, um, I personally, I think they killed it. I think they, they um, hit it out of the park. Like it was, it was a big showing in a way that like, I mean, the E3 showings aren't sometimes, I mean, big, like I know it was their dedicated showcase, but it was, I mean, it could have been a lot of things that, um, a lot of other things than what it actually was. Oh yeah. So I'm, you know, I think I I'm excited for some of the stuff they have coming down the pipe. Obviously, I mean, Knights of the Old Republic, God of War, Spider Man, Wolverine, like these games are way off in the distance. But you yeah. know, the fact that these are things that they're working on, like I think it's I'm I'm excited about it. Yeah. I, so that's you know they they have some good stuff on their plate. That is one thing I'm curious on, is specifically with Knights of the Old Republic and Wolverine. I think God of War Ragnarok is a lot closer than people think. I think that's probably like mm-hmm. a fall release next year, if not earlier. Um, but w- how do you feel about them showing off games this early? Knights of the Old Republic. Um, one of my friends, he's obsessed with Star Wars. He loves it. It's one of his favorite mm-hmm. just things. And and he was like, I'm so like excited. I'm so hyped for this. And I'm like, you might, you know, I'm I am too, but you know, you know, kind of reel it in. And this game probably won't come out till like 2025, is my guess. And he's like, Do you think it's that long? I'm like, I think this is them just announcing that they've started working on it. Yeah. Like, I mean, and for a game I of land in its the camp. size. Yeah. I I land in the camp where it, for me like it I don't think it's bad necessarily whenever you're working on something like that to put something out there and to hype it up. And I know with a lot of studios like they're working on games for years and years and they just want people to have some sort of oh, yeah. like recognition to the fact that like they're working hard on yeah. something. Um to me it I could do with more games that are announced and then come out in three to six months. Like Guardians I'm much more kind of in that camp. Yeah. I mean I'm much kind of I'm more in that camp than like Bethesda's approach to where it's like, okay, Elder Scrolls six, six will come out in eight years you know yeah because in my mind like i already assume like unless they come out and say specifically we absolutely are not working on this or ever will work on this again in my mind i'm just assuming it's in production it'll come out eventually Mm -hmm. you know and now you know and that's a little bit if more iffy with games like night's the old republic remake like didn't know that was coming. Um, you know, you don't know in some cases, but you know, I could do, 
I could do with waiting to know that there's a Knights of the Old Republic remake until there's like an actual trailer and maybe like a next year release date or something, you know, like I don't because, yeah, I agree. Like it'll probably be 2023 spring 2023 at the earliest, you know, I mean. And at that point, like, I don't need to know that because, like, it'll be in my mind. It'll be this thing. But it's like, yep. you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I I definitely am. I think whenever I was a kid, I was much more in that. Just like, tell me everything. Give oh, me yeah. everything. Give me every preview. Like, give tell me, me give what's me, going on all me, the time. Give me. I want to know. Now it's just I mean, give me something that's coming out in a few months like let me know the stuff that's coming down the pipeline have enough on my plate i don't need to be thinking about this stuff that's you know years off in the future yeah um years off in the future is not is not on my mind right now um yeah i so but i mean again i i don't think they i don't think they're doing anything wrong by saying hey we're working on wolverine Hey, we're working on this thing. Well, like, rain ain't coming out for a great. minute either. Yeah. Um, and also too, I mean, honestly, like I kind of I like the approach too of like Spider-Man 2, where it's like, hey, here's this thing. There's gonna be Venom, but you know what? It's not coming out till 2023. Like, yeah. The fact that they're honest about it, that's just like, you know, it's not an open-ended thing. It's just like, hey you know, don't, don't think about this anymore. Don't than hold you your like yeah. just know, right. Just know this is what's going on. We'll talk more about it, mm-hmm. but ha- you have other things that you can think about and worry about and play. Um, I, you know, I kind of like that. It, it is a little bit more respectful kind yeah. of, of, you know, the, the headspace, if you will. Sure. Um, but, but yeah, I, um, I think they did a, a great job. Oh, I, was, I was very was excited about it. Yeah. I mean, yep. my big hits were uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, Forspoken, mm-hmm. and then uh, Wolverine, Spider-Man, God of War, Ragnarok. I am. Um, yeah. Yeah. Those were my bigums. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I'm super excited. A lot of those had already been announced. I don't think I missed anything that I was. Um, yeah. Just very excited for. Um, yeah, teeny tiny Tina's Wonderland definitely. Uh, teeny Tina's, yeah, um, took the cake for me. Yeah, I think overall a lot of lot of really neat stuff. Um, but uh, beyond that, Mister Corey, um, what have you you've been playing anything differently? You've been playing mm. uh, Yakuza like a dragon. Yeah, uh, um, recently, how's that? How's that going? I'm on chapter ten now. Chapter eleven. Chapter ten. Somewhere okay. around there. Um, I would probably be close to being done. I'd probably be on chapter 12 or 13. If it wasn't for... You brought this up. Um, I started doing the management minigame. Yes. And that consumed yes. like six hours. And I've, I've, I've finished yep. the management minigame now. Um, okay. I am the number one company. Um, Ichiban Holdings. Can I just say... Yes. When you purchase the advertisement slots, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. that's fun. 
And then they have literal ads that they play <laughs> of Ichiban. <laughs> and it is like yep. the stupidest, like most cliche. Yep. Like it's, it, it's, it's great. It's so it's 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 so good. I yep. was it's, cackling when yep. it came up. I was just I had a big swamp face. I'm like, oh, this is great. Like you knew what you yep. were doing and you yep. you've done it so well. I think it's you. like the it's like the ad commercial or the ad episode of The Office. Yeah. Basically. That's literally what it is. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. It's incredible, you know. Yeah. You know, round of <clears> applause <throat> to them for that. But yeah. yeah, I loved loved that that mini game I I yeah. was in. Buying properties, selling them, like figuring out what's hot, what's not. Oh, that could be a game of it. And itself. they, it is a game of it in itself. But. Yeah, and they all, I, I mean, again, I have some limited experience with the Yakuza games, um, but at least the last few have had some version of that where it's. Um, I know. I think it was Yakuza Zero had like a real estate company yep. sort of thing that was going on. I can't remember judgment had, I think judgment had something too. I can't remember. Um, but, but yeah, like they, they go hard yep. on that. Like all the mini game stuff. Um, and I love it. I'm glad I, I'm glad that they get into it the way that they do. Other than that, uh, just playing more breath of the wild. Just, I just oh yeah, I mean I just I just probably play for like thirty minutes to an hour um, Mm -hmm. every other day ish. I just kind of hmm, what's that thing in the distance? Let me go there. I'm there. Yeah, all right, I'm done. Yeah, let me call that right. (laughs) That that was fun. I mean, it is. I just love. I have found like my sweet spot of. I just love exploring. I love doing shrines. I love climbing towers, and I love finding like random like ish to do. I yeah, yeah. Might not ever do the Divine Beast. Um Come. I know technically I don't have to to go and fight Ganon. Um mm-hmm. so that might just be I might just be like, you know. Um if I ever get to point where like, okay, I guess I'll just go like beat the game, quote unquote. I might just go do that. But um I'm just I've found a really good sweet spot with the game and I'm yeah. taking it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah, I've uh, haven't heard many glowing words from you about Breath of the Wild, so I'm glad that that's uh, sticking with you pretty well. Yeah. What about you? What you been playing, dude? Um, still more Nino Kuni. Um, I finished the main game earlier in the week. Nice. I am working on some of the post game content. Nice. Um, which has been fun. I mean, I. We talked about this a lot last week, but mm-hmm. you know, Nino Kuni has not has not, you know, waned in any sort of sense for me. Like I still enjoy it. It's still a really good game. I'm really just I'm digging it. Good I'm, dude. I'm Glad. I'm feeling it. Yeah. Um so so yeah. I mean I finished it up and I was like, I'm gonna I'll play the post game stuff. This yeah. is this is fine. I'll keep going. Good. Um, so, so yeah, that, that's kind of been my main thing. Um, I got a switch light. 
um, oh, about a week ago. Nice. Um, yeah, just as a just as kind of a small side thing. Um, so I've been playing a little bit of uh, Stardew Valley again <sighs> on it, just for just for fun here and there. Um, just for and uh, ish and giggles. Yeah, just for just for the kicks. It's good. Um, it's I need to play it's that been game fun. more. Um, yeah, I played it way back a few years ago. Um, picked it up here and there since, but started a new farm, enjoying it. You know, it's a it's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, that's that's been kind of the main stuff. Nothing new. Um, the big thing will be in the anticipation uh, next week. We will, um, I think it'll be our first big, um, new release, kind of like new release review episode, essentially. Um, Deathloop yeah. comes out next week, next specifically Tuesday. Tuesday. The yeah. Um, we'll both get it. We will both have thoughts on it at the time of our yeah. next recording. Um, and, uh, I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm so you know, pumped. we're, this is yeah. probably the most We're, excited I've been for a new game in a bit. Yeah, it's it's exciting. It's it looks like it's going to be good again. You know, I'm looking forward to the challenge of trying to navigate playing mm-hmm. that around my daughter. Yeah, um, but you know, it'll be we'll have that'll be probably a little bit included into our conversations. Yeah. But it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, but. That about does it for us today, Mr. Corey. Where can people find you on the internet, and where are you most active? And what would you like to what would you like to to pimp for the people? So you can find me on Twitter at Stay Thrashy or Instagram at Hashling Thrasher. But most importantly, you can now find us on Twitter at Arcade underscore Cozy. And we, Yay! we now have Pepper a Twitter page. I've finally done my job. Yeah. And uh, yes. we now have a, a Twitter account, Twitter page. Uh, I've only tweeted a couple of things. Um, Chris technically has access to it as well, but it is my job to do. Um, yeah, Corey's, Corey's kind of heading that up. Say hi. Um, send him some sexy DM messages about Ooh, uh, Parasite Eve. Um, uh. And... Uh, but but yeah, I mean, reach out to that. We also um, do have an email address at arcadecozy at gmail.com. Um, any criticisms, but questions, concerns, comments? Anything you um, want us to talk you know, about? The big, yeah, any the big, you if you have at? any, yeah, if you have any questions for us, anything you would like to ask, please do oh, reach out and um, let us know. One of my friends did ask us to review a game, so... Oh, which game was this? Bug Snacks. Bug Snacks? Yes. Yeah, I haven't finished I'm it. Delighted I, to talk I, about Bug Snacks. I need to go finish Bug Snacks, but uh Yeah, it's a great it. game. It's bonkers. It's, I would I would love to talk about Bug Snacks. Yeah, it's great. But let's do it. it. That's later. Um day. Yeah. Um it, next episode, instead of Deathloop, we're talking about Bug Snacks, nope, everybody. Sorry. Um <laughs> the Veto. but um yeah, legitimately, I mean, send us send us your questions. Um, we'll answer them on the show. We'll talk about them. Um, we'll, if at the very least, even if we don't, um, we'll respond to you personally because you're our friends. We love you so much. Um, you can find me at Four Point Pixel on Instagram, at Swiss Von Joe on Twitter. 
Um, Music is and, by uh, Johnny Be Good. Yes, of course. As always, Johnny Be Good. Check him out on Instagram. He has some music that has recently come out and always, I mean, he's always posting stuff. So feel free to check him out. There's always some good stuff up on that channel. Um, but I think that about does it for us today, Mr. Corey. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. What a beautiful, wonderful evening. Next week, we will be coming at you with our kid cozy episode eight, all about. Um, look forward to it. Everybody. So fun Um, because there's eight people like that you have to kill what oh my god we didn't plan it's that. like we planned it oh my goodness yeah it's so good it's the universe just loving us the mm-hmm. way that it should um but uh this was arcade cozy episode seven yes uh, get excited for next week um until then everybody we will uh talk to you later yes all right bye-bye Love you. Love you.